The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, I always say that I'm so happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live the kind of life that you want to live, to bring you success and happiness and and strategy to overcome any obstacles that are in your life. Um, I've always been a pioneer in this field. I started 25 years ago on cable television, and I was also a pioneer on the Internet. We're going into our fifth year on Voice America, and I started when the Internet was really beginning with with programming. And now it's really grown. There are lots of well-known folks and celebrities right here on Voice America, and it's a great way to get positive, good information. So you can give us a call today at 866-472-5788 if you have any questions. Today we're talking about Parkinson's disease and how to cope with it, how to work with it, how to make your life positive in spite of it. My guest is Andy Anderson, who is an author, an artist, and executive director of Potters for Parkinson's. Living with Parkinson's disease, he's going to discuss how he created this national nonprofit organization for Parkinson's patients, whose goal is to raise awareness and funds and offer positive lifestyle choices. And the website is pottersforparkinsons.org. Potters, P-O-T-T-E-R-S, for Parkinson's.org. Welcome, Andy. Well, thank you, uh, Patricia. Uh, I might add that... Uh, when you access the, the website, you should put www.pottersforparkinson's because we're not on many of the search engines yet. It's a new site. Right, yes. And I, I have that right on my sheet, and, you know, I say it so often I think everybody knows it, but it is www. Okay, tell us what Potters for Parkinson's is and how you created this. Well, it's a, a, a proactive uh, support group with a mission. Uh, our mission, of course, is uh, mutual support for Parkinson's patients, their families, and caregivers, and to raise public awareness uh, about Parkinson's, its symptoms, and and, uh, the treatments available, and, uh, of course, to raise funds for uh, Parkinson's research and and other uh, neurodegenerative diseases. How did you decide to create this? What was sort of the spark for this? Well, that's kind of a long story. Uh, I'll try to... It's okay. We've got time. Uh, the first thing uh, was the diagnosis, uh, which came as a surprise. Uh, I didn't know anything about uh, Parkinson's, and I consider myself reasonably well-educated and, and well-informed. But I didn't know anything about Parkinson's, and it took uh, two years and three uh, neurologists to get a mm. diagnosis. So mm. I, I knew right away that uh, possibly we needed more information out there uh, to the public. Uh, mm-hmm. After uh, uh, being diagnosed, the first thing I did was uh, study the disease uh, carefully. 
read uh, vociferously uh, uh, for a couple of months until I uh, thought I understood uh, pretty much uh, what I was dealing with. Uh, it was awfully sobering uh, to read uh, early on that it, it is a progressive uh, disease with no known cure. Mm. Um, you know, you have um, you have a motto that I read about in your in your articles, and it's never step back. What does that mean? Well. It goes back to when I was in the first grade. Uh, I was a, a small kid, and uh, there was a bully in my class named Brutus Parrot. And every day he caught me on the way home. Uh, he'd beat me up, and I'd go home crying. And, and my dad would uh, whip me again for not fighting back. Mm. Well, my next-door neighbor uh, was 14 years old, uh, Bobby LaCroix. So he got tired of watching this, and he taught me how to box. And one of the first things he taught me was never step back, no matter how scared you are. Never step back. Mm. Mm. How do you relate that to the fact that you, for many years, were in the CIA, traveling all over the world, doing very exciting things, a real adventure? And that was really the outer journey for you. And now, you know, you're dealing with something that's kind of, you know, making you look inside. How do you apply that? Never step back to the to that. Well, um, my daughter uh, uh, kind of refers to uh, or describes my uh, life in the past as a, a grand adventure uh, because I got to do everything anybody would ever think of wanting to do. Flew military aircraft, uh, went through CIA uh, paramilitary training, jumped out of airplanes, lived uh, on four continents moved across the big pond uh, four times, uh, was in the middle of uh, the uh, Tupamara uprising down in, uh, in uh, Latin America, mm-hmm. urban terrorists, uh, uh, kind of mixed it up in uh, uh, the Maghreb or uh, uh, Morocco and Algeria during the uh, uh, Islamic uh, uh, fundamentalist uprising there in the, in the 80s. And so uh, I've had a, a rather physical life uh, mm. up until now. Uh, now, uh, with my mobility uh, curtailed, uh, I'm faced with uh, an inward journey, mm. uh, a journey of the mind. All right, Andy, what, how do you handle those down days when, you know, you think about all the things you did and now you do have to work with your mind? What... What techniques do you use to pull you up and out and keep you positive? Well, uh, when I'm really down, I say, Hoo-yah! <laughs> because you can't cry and say, Hoo-yah! at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and also, I happen to know you and your wife very well, and you have an extremely positive wife um, who is, Similar to you, an activist, very active in the community. We call her the, the blonde bombshell. She's just a fabulous person. It's hard to be down around your wonderful wife, Marlene. Yeah, she, she's got an infectious laugh. Uh, she's always up. And uh, it's essential to have a, a, sense of, a sense of humor and to have a caretaker with a sense of humor. I, I remember, uh, uh, oh, uh, 
several months ago. I got so I was having a hard time turning over in bed, and so Marlene read that, uh, you know, satin sheets would help. So we got the satin sheets, we went to bed, and the the first night, of course, I, I forgot about uh, uh, the satin sheets, and uh, with my normal exuberance to turn over, I threw myself out of bed. <laughs> and uh, the, the first thing... Uh, I heard was Marlene killing herself laughing. And, and of course, uh, she has an infectious laugh. I mean, when she giggles, she can't help but laugh with her. Uh, even before she turned the light on or found out whether I was uh, uh, living or dead, she was killing herself <laughs> laughing. And that really helps because that helped me laugh. And uh, it, it's much better to, to laugh than to cry. Well, and another part of this is look what you're doing with the organization, and I know she supports you on that, is, I mean, you could sit with your inward journey for a long time, but what you're doing is you're saying, look, I have this problem or I have this disease, and I'm going to help other people, and you're being very proactive about it in this organization. Well, that uh, comes easy. Uh, You just uh, uh, think of what needs to be done and how to do it, Obviously, the support group here. I, I went to a support group meeting uh, when I was first diagnosed in, back in the fall of uh, 2004, and they were just disbanding in uh, Moorhead City. Uh, that's the county we're in, or that's the, the, the major town in, in the county we're in. In North Carolina. In yep. North Carolina. And uh, uh, it was a very sad meeting, uh, primarily because uh, their leader was moving to Raleigh to be closer to his doctor. And uh, so part of the group was going to meet in, in uh, Newbern, which is in another county, and uh, the group here just kind of fell apart. Uh, well, my first reaction to, to this was negative, uh, but uh, then as I thought about it, I felt guilty, and I realized that uh, really all they needed was uh, an infusion of uh, positive thinking. So uh, mm-hmm. we started on that basis. Mm-hmm. Well, we have just a couple minutes to break, but here's a a deep question and probably a short answer. What would you say is the greatest lesson you've learned since you've had Parkinson's? Or the greatest awareness? Um, Probably that uh, life is not over. Uh, It's worth living. I would I would say that would be the. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I'm happier now than uh, I've ever been in my life. And why is that, Andy? Well, uh, you, you have to slow down, and <laughs> you don't have any choice, and you have time to reflect and appreciate what you have. So. Uh, I would say that's probably uh, the, the most uh, the most important lesson mm-hmm. that I've learned. That with a positive attitude, you can deal with this uh, disease uh, just right. Mm-hmm. And on that lovely note of there's time to smell the roses now in your life, um, we're going to take a break. My guest is Andy Anderson, author, artist, and executive director of Potters for Parkinson's. Living with Parkinson's disease, we're talking about the organization he's created and positive lifestyle choices. 
you can log on to the website, www.potters, P-O-T-T-E-R-S, for Parkinson's.org. And when we come back, we'll tell you why it's called Potters, because Andy is also a potter among the many other things he does. Folks, you're listening to Positive Living. You can call after the break at 866-472-5788. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. At least 90% of sports success requires mental strength. And the greater the competitive level, the more critical it becomes to build that mental muscle. Tune into Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Your host, Jim Meyer, sports psychology coach, consultant, and author, offers practical, powerful, and positive mental game, tools, tips, and techniques. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental game for Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back, and you are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Andy Anderson. He is an author, artist, and executive director of Potters for Parkinson's. Living with Parkinson's disease, we're discussing how he created this national nonprofit organization for Parkinson's patients whose goal is to raise awareness and funds and offer positive lifestyle choices. For further information, log on to www.pottersforparkinson's.org. And you can call us at 866-472-5788. Welcome back, Andy. 
Good. I know you were a little bit low in the first segment, so I hope that our voice, voices will pick up in this one. I want to talk a little bit about the organization, um, which is pottersforparkinsons.org, and people can log on to that using www. Um, in terms of what the organization tries to do, does the organization offer a support group where people then give strategy of, of things that they're doing that are helping them to cope and live a fuller life with the disease? Oh, well, yes. Uh, what, what our local support group uh, does, uh, we're, we're going to have uh, speakers from uh, the medical schools in the area uh, come in and talk about symptoms one time. Uh, uh, next time, they, they will talk about uh, uh, the treatments that are available. And uh, uh, we have Dr. Uh, Strittmatter from uh, Duke, who's the chief uh, uh, neurological researcher there, will uh, come down and speak to us on all the things they're doing there. And uh, we, we have... Uh, a Ph.D. in uh, physical therapy on our board of advisors. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has worked with Parkinson's patients for 25 years and developed uh, was one of the people that helped develop the water therapy for Parkinson's patients. And so mm-hmm. she'll speak to us. And so we'll do that sort of thing. Um, we will have a newsletter for those people that don't uh, have uh, computers or don't work on computers. Um, we, we're going to have uh, exercise classes. We're probably going to have to break it into three different uh, uh, classes, one in uh, Moorhead, one in Beaufort, and one out on uh, uh, Bo uh, Banks, uh, mm-hmm. the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in your local group. Yeah, uh, for the ro- local group. Right. Talk about some of the things that you discuss in the groups or some of the strategies that physicians have given when they've come to speak to you that you have found particularly helpful? Well, we're just starting this. Actually, we, we just uh, started in March of this year, uh, and we have uh, a roster of uh, uh, physicians and researchers that are coming down, uh, but we're, we're having our uh, organizational meeting uh, on the, the 10th of uh, August uh, this coming Thursday at 3 p.m. at the uh, Leon Mann Center in Moorhead City. And uh, uh, we will discuss there uh, all the things that we want to do as a group. Mm -hmm. One thing uh, people like to do is get together, uh, Parkinson's patients, and and compare notes. Uh, You know, what what did you do when this happened? Uh, uh, Did you have this kind of reaction with uh, this drug? Uh, have you tried this? Did this cause you to hallucinate and that sort of mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Any um, any tips that you can share with us of things that have been helpful to people that other people have shared? Uh, yes. Don't try to walk and talk at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now that that sounds pretty funny. Uh, that's one of the first things I uh, I read uh, on on the uh, uh, National Parkinson's uh, Foundation uh, website. Uh, they had a list of safety tips, and uh, I read that shortly after I was diagnosed, and, you know, I thought that was pretty funny. I laughed out loud. And uh, three or four months later, uh, I was falling a lot, and uh, I, I fell uh, ten times in one week. And mm. I thought, you know, something's really wrong here. So I kind of sat down and started uh, thinking about, well, what am I doing wrong? 
And uh, suddenly I realized that uh, half the time that I fell, uh, I had been turning around to say something to my wife who was behind me. Mm-hmm. And so it's really true. You can't talk and walk at the same time. So mm-hmm. uh, for people who are, are new to Parkinson's patients, um, uh, don't try to talk to them while they're trying to walk or stand up or mm-hmm. uh, make some sort of movement that's difficult for them. Mm-hmm. Good tip. One of the things with your invitation to join Potters for Parkinson's says that you're also raising money for two funds, one for stem cell research and one for non-stem cell research. Why is that? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, object to embryonic stem cell research on uh, religious or moral grounds, and, and of course, everybody is entitled to, to their opinions and their beliefs, and uh, we don't want to interfere with that. Um, also, we don't want to d- deny those people the opportunity to try to do something to help solve the problem to find uh, a cure for Parkinson's and other uh, neurodegenerative uh, diseases. And uh, more importantly, perhaps, uh, as we started looking for uh, potential uh, uh, research uh, facilities uh, that we would, uh, we would give grants to, uh, we went first to Duke because they diagnosed my my illness, and uh, at Duke I found that that they are not doing stem cell research, but what they're doing is extremely important. Uh, actually, the the non stem cell research started uh, uh, much longer ago. Uh, Duke started their program about 15 years ago, and of course uh, stem cells weren't discovered until about 1998, mm-hmm. and uh, they had gotten uh, rather far along with it. Uh, Duke brought three disciplines to their uh, study of, of Parkinson's and, and mm-hmm. other neurodegenerative diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought uh, uh, first uh, biochemistry, uh, genetics, and cytology, or the study of cells. And by looking at it through these three disciplines, they discovered the pathways or how uh, brain cells uh, are killed in Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and that's extremely important. And that would be the that would be the stem cell research. No, no, that is non-stem cell research. Okay. Non-stem cell research, and that that was vitally important. And just this, uh, they discovered that ten years ago, and uh, just this last year, they've they've uh, discovered a, a biochemical or a drug therapy, if you will, that blocks the the aggregation of uh, the abnormal uh, aggregation of mm. uh, proteins uh, in the in the brain cells, and that's what kills the cells in the uh, substantia nigra of the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, that area of the brain produces dopamine, which is necessary for neurotransmission. Talk a little bit about then the stem cell research. Oh, the stem cell research okay. as well. I mean, you've talked about the non-stem cell. Right. Well, Talk about the, the stem cell a little bit. The the uh, the non-stem cell uh, research uh, has more promise for the short term because they're further along. Mm-hmm. It's a very complicated and expensive science. Uh, it takes uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, uh, of uh, uh, research hours to, to solve each one of these little problems. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, non-stem cell is ahead of the game because they started earlier. And so, you know, like this drug that, that is now in clinical trial,
other hand, uh, stem cell research, and especially embryonic stem cell research, uh, has uh, uh, is, is more promising uh, and, and is uh, more of a, of a long range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a lot of hope in the future for um, being able to actually cure Parkinson's. Yes, you, you see, uh, uh, embryonic stem cells um, are, are uh, undifferentiated, and they can become any one of the 220 different types of cells in the body. So uh, uh, if you could uh, master the technique, then you, you have the potential to cure uh, any organ or, or part of the body that's uh, damaged or uh, diseased. Uh, that's the big promise with, with uh, uh, embryonic stem cells. Mm-hmm. However, the, uh, that's a, a misnomer, uh, and this is part of the unfortunate thing about the controversy. Uh, it is not embryonic uh, stem cell research. Uh, it doesn't become an embryo until it's 14 days old and attaches itself to the womb. It is uh, blastocyte stem cell mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a fertilized egg, and between the third and fourth day, uh, the, the little blastocyte, which is a, uh, a hollow sphere, uh, one cell thick, uh, that, that's about the size of the, the, the point uh, or, or period, Mm-hmm. Uh, made on a on a piece of paper with your typewriter. Mm-hmm. It's about that size. Has about fifty cells in it when it starts to dividing. Right. Uh, are there are there a lot of websites, um, national websites on Parkinson's that people can go to as well? Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, you, you have the uh, the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite one is the Harvard. Uh, Stem Cell Institute. Uh, they are, are, are on the, the leading edge of this research. They are doing something called um, uh, somatic uh, nuclear transfer. And actually what they are doing is taking, taking a human egg that has not been fertilized, removing the DNA in it, and replacing it with the DNA from uh, the cell of a donor. donor a stem mm. cell because it's easy to, to harvest. Then mm-hmm. they shock the the egg, uh, which uh, makes it think it's been it's been uh, fertilized and it starts dividing. But it knows uh, intuitively, I suppose, that it only has half its, its uh, DNA. So it divides its DNA first so that it has the right number, mm-hmm. and then starts uh, dividing in a, in a normal manner. Uh, and uh, this uh, this has the greatest hope because you would have no rejection since you mm-hmm. would have only your own DNA. All right. We're going to take a break. Um, my guest is Andy Anderson, who is the author, artist, and executive director of Potters for Parkinson's. And we're talking about how to raise awareness about Parkinson's funds, positive lifestyle choices, the future, the scientific future of curing the disease, and how he has started this national and nonprofit organization, which you can log on to, which is www.pottersforparkinson's.org. 
And the reason for the word potters is that Andy, among the many other talents he has, is a potter. And when we come back, we'll talk about that and some of the other things he does. He's an author and a novelist. And we'll also bring his wife on, Marlene, to talk about how she copes with this and works with it and the exciting things they're doing together to create an exciting life based on the exciting life that they had before this. So, folks, you're listening to Positive Living, which is what this program is all about. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Powerful Prayer with host Connie Coddington. Each week, Connie and her guests will explain the healing system called Christian Science and share stories of how they have used the spiritual laws of God to bring healing to their lives. You can learn how to bring healing to your life, too. So tune in to Powerful Prayer with host Connie Coddington every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, only on Voice America, America's Voice. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free, with host, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, corporate executive, philanthropist, wife, and mother, Luann Mitchell-Halter, is an exciting and provocative look at the real world with real exciting guests and real stories of triumph and professionalism with a dash of spice, sharing recipes for a better world on all the playing fields of life. Join Luann Mitchell-Halter as she and her guests uncover and expose us to our abilities to create our very own Big League MVP, My Victory Plan, Potential for Greatness. The Woman MVP Who Set You Free with Luann Mitchell-Halter broadcast each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. The Woman MVP Who Set You Free. It's time to get off the bleachers, play the game of life, and be the MVP. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and agents. How do you protect yourself family? Tune into Meet Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney, former legislator. Attorney Woodruff's expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what to take, what to avoid, most important, what you need to know through the process. Meeting by Accident podcasts every Tuesday at 10 Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting President with attorney Tom Woodruff. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And as I always say, I love Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I. And that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive strategies so that you can live the kind of life that you want to live. It will bring you happiness and success and, again, solutions to issues that you're facing. Um, As I said in the beginning of the show, um, I have been on Voice America now. I'm going into my fifth year. I started when the Internet was just really beginning with these programs, and I've been doing this for 25 years. I also have a show on the radio where I live locally that's in the air, on the air. for it's, We're now in our 10th year, also called Positive Living, different guests, and sometimes we repeat the guests on both shows. Um, we have a great show for you today, and you can call in at 866-472-5788. We're talking about Parkinson's disease and how to live with it and how to have a full life. 
My guest is Andy Anderson, author, artist, and executive director for Potters for Parkinson's. Living with Parkinson's disease, he's talking about how he created this national nonprofit organization for Parkinson's patients whose goal is to raise awareness and funds and offer positive lifestyle choices. You can log on to www.pottersforparkinson's.org. Welcome back, Andy. Okay, this Potter's part. That's because you are a potter. Now, in addition to all the talents, I mean, you're a former CIA person who's traveled all over and jumped out of planes and <laughs> had many, many secrets that you couldn't tell and probably still can't. <laughs> but you've also written some of that in your novels. And now you're a potter. Talk about that. Well, actually, I'm not a potter. I'm a sculptor. Okay. Uh, I like potters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... uh feeling uh, that I couldn't do enough by myself. Uh, I was a recruiter in the CIA, and so I went out and recruited uh, other artists who, to contribute work to uh, Potters for Parkinson's, which we will sell on the Internet. And uh, among those, uh, I have at least uh, two uh, beautiful potters. In fact, uh, uh, Keith Lambert is a world-class potter, and uh, uh, Jennifer Smith does the most delicate, uh, beautiful things you can imagine. Mm -hmm. So we're very blessed with that. Uh, I do sculpting. Uh, Willie Balcom is a sculptor. And we have um, uh, Jason uh, Smith is a, uh, uh, an exceptional painter. Uh, and we're, we're going to have some more people. We, we have a, a Lutheran minister who is a painter. And uh, we're going to add him, him to uh, our repertoire. And then will will some of their work be sold um, with the profits going to Potters for Parkinson's? Yes, that's exactly it. I'm donating all the art I make from now on uh, to Potters for Parkinson's. Mm, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, I happen to know you and your wife very well, and your wife Marlene has been very instrumental in helping you develop this organization, and she is on the line with us. Hello, Marlene. Hello, Patricia. <laughs> um, you know... I, I have to, because I know this couple personally, I have to say that it's it's very, very exciting to me to hear your story. And I'm going to give a one-minute capsule, and I may not have it all, of course. But I know that you two met in the Seychelles Islands when Andy was the director of the CIA, and you were um, working, and uh, tell me the organization again, I was the please. director of the Peace Corps in the Seychelles. Right, director of Peace Corps. And here you are, and you met in this very exotic island and married and then came to North Carolina. But, 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 but we didn't marry until after Andy retired. That's okay. Like a critical piece. Okay. Okay. However, however, you still... Um, were part of that excitement. I mean, you knew him during that time, and so there was excitement in both your lives. Uh-huh. And then you came and you retired, and you've created many things where you live in terms of being very instrumental in nonprofit organizations in our community. But I guess my question, Marlene, is, you know, now that Andy has Parkinson's, which is, you know, can be debilitating, certainly in terms of movement and mobility, how have you helped him to kind of keep the relationship and his life and all of this alive. Well, one of the things about Andy, in fact, it attracted me in the very beginning, he has a fabulous laugh and he has sparkly blue eyes. Neither of those things have been affected by this. So actually, he he hasn't changed so very much. He just can't move around as quickly as he used uh-huh. to be able to. And um, we do watch that diminishing. 
But just today we spoke to his rotary, and we are going, we have asked Andy's rotary to be the beginning of getting Rotary International to actually take on stem cell research in the next 10 years mm-hmm. so that they can cure it, they can cure Parkinson's and other degenerative diseases the way that polio was cured when the uh, Rotary International took that on as their cause. Both Andy and I need to have causes. We Mm -hmm. both need to be filled with doing positive, Mm -hmm. interesting things. We both need to have people that are curious, interesting, just like you, Patricia. So we like to have those kind of people around us, and they keep us interested and focused. And we like to think that we bring that to the party, too. So what this has added to both of us is a new cause. Mm. Neither of us knew anything about Parkinson's before. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, Marlene, I've, I've always known you as a very positive person, but I'm sure at times you've been down with this and with other things. And as a, you know, as a, as a spouse and, and for advice to other folks, what advice do you give to family members dealing with this when, you know, they start to get down? can answer that she's never down <laughs> actually i have been very blessed with that having an just laugh is always there thank god yes <laughs> but but truthfully there are times when you really want to scream and throw things so you just have to go to the other end of the house and you have <laughs> to do it like that because it's truly not fair to do it to the person who is having the disease at this particular mm-hmm. time because, you know, it it could happen to me next and I'd want Andy to be exactly the same way to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not fair, I don't think, so for what I'm, caregivers. What I'm hearing you say for caregivers is don't enable the person, don't get into the woe is me and I, I know how hard it is. I mean, not that you shouldn't know that it's difficult, right. but always try to, to stay positive and stay up with this. Absolutely. We, Andy has not, and this is this is honestly the truth. In the almost two years now since the diagnosis, he has never said, woe is me, nor have I. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, and you also were always so active and proactive in everything. Yes. And so what you're doing now is you're, you're adding this to another, as you said, cause. Yep. And you know what? I think everybody can do this. Whatever we're dealt with, the lemonade, make you know, the lemons, the lemonade, that's a little trite. But whatever you're given, if you pick it apart, you can find something positive in it to work on. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's true? Oh, well. <laughs> yes, that's why I do this program. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. I do think that's true. Yeah. And, and it's not Pollyanna. It's true. Well, and I appreciate you saying that because I have often been accused of Pollyanna, you know, and one of the things that that this show has helped me with is that it's not that I'm always positive, but I have the tools to stay positive because of the incredible folks that I talk to and visualization and imaging and really seeing it the way you want it to be. I mean, that's what you're both doing. You're visioning the future, and you're working toward that future. And that's the other part, isn't it? You just don't vision it, but you find the people that can make that vision a reality. And the support people. That's exactly what we're doing. Right, right. And you stay with the support people. Andy, your comments on all this excitement. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) Along for the ride. (laughs) You know, Marlene is a, 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 I 
guess you'd call a, a professional do-gooder. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. I, I, I met her when she was uh, in the Peace Corps, and uh, ever since we, we retired and came back here to North Carolina, I think she's she's been on every uh, nonprofit board in the county and helped them all raise funds. Yes, she has. So, so uh, at, at first, uh, I, I have to tell you that... Uh, I was really motivated to action when I read and understand, understood the, uh, the president's executive order on uh, stem cell research back in, he made it back in August uh, 2001. And this was, a, I, I understood immediately that it was a policy that was going to force the outsourcing of uh, biomedicine and especially stem cell research um, away from the United States. And uh, so... I, I just felt I had to become another voice for Parkinson's. And uh, so uh, that was also part of, part of the motivation. Mm. And, uh, well, well and you, and you, we are today, you know. Yes, and you've both done it, and, you, and you've both really done it well. Um, we're going to take a break, and when we do, and thank you, Marlene, and I think I'll, I'd like you to stay on for another segment because we have to say more about you and Andy and the incredible things that you both do in the community and really the, the farther outreach for that as well. My guest is Andy Anderson. He's an author, artist, and executive director of Potters for Parkinson's. Living with Parkinson's, he's talking about how he created this national nonprofit organization for Parkinson's patients whose goal is to raise awareness and funds and offer positive lifestyle choices. You can log on to the website, which is www.pottersforparkinson's.org. And after the break, you can call us at 866-472-5788. We are on Positive Living is on Voice America on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We broadcast Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, and you can log on anytime to voiceamerica.com and hear the archive programs on the site. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. 
West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific Time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Reviews, Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, ecopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily, from hip organic weddings to exotic eco travel to healthy personal care products. Get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at Noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Living the Green Life for a human, healthy, and planet-friendly lifestyle. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com We're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. I always say that I'm very happy to be on Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and that's why I'm here. And I want want to also say that I've been with Voice America almost since the beginning. Um, My show is now in its fifth year. It will be in its fifth year in October. And they've been on the air maybe one or two years. And the difference between where that network was then and now is just spectacular. It's amazing what the Internet has done in five years. I mean, now we have celebrities and well-known experts that have their own shows. I encourage you to go to voiceamerica.com. There are several networks. There's also Voice America Health. There's Voice America Business. Now there's the Seventh Wave Network, which is more spiritually oriented. And it's it's really um, incredible, the in- wonderful positive information that you can get from folks doing shows like this in, in many different subjects. So my guest today is Andy Anderson, author, artist, and executive director for Potters for Parkinson's, Living with Parkinson's Disease. He's talking about how he created this national nonprofit organization for Parkinson's patients whose goal is to raise awareness and funds and offer positive lifestyle choices. For further information, log on to www.pottersforparkinson's.org. Welcome back, Andy. Thank you. And also Marlene, his wife, is on with us as well, his dynamite wife, the two Two dynamos. All right, now, Andy, in the first segment you talked a little about this, and the sound wasn't quite as strong, and I'd like you to, this is a little, we're getting a little deeper here. You know, we talked about how you were in the CIA and you jumped out of airplanes, learned three foreign languages, moved across the big pond nine times, lived on four continents, I mean, was in the middle of the Islamic uprising in Algeria and, and Morocco, hunted elephants in Africa, owned your own airplane, sailed boats across the Indian Ocean and the Red Sea, I mean, you know, and the list goes on. And now you are on an inward journey. Talk about that. That still has to be sort of new and somewhat difficult territory. Talk about your inward journey. Well, uh, the first thing, uh, from the time I was diagnosed, uh, uh, well, between the time I was diagnosed in uh, 2004 and uh, uh, when we started Parkinson's, Potters for Parkinson's uh, in March of this year, uh, 
I wrote a novel. Uh, that was my first inward journey, really. Uh, it was a, a novel about, uh, uh, well, basically about how a demoralized and dysfunctional CIA uh, was trying to deal with uh, terrorism in the aftermath of uh, 9-11. And you want to point out it was fiction. Well, yeah, more or less fiction. Well, that's right. what the novel is, darling. Right. But, but when you, I want to ask you this when you talk about kind of dysfunction. I want to speak personally on that. Was it hard for you or is it still as hard for you to deal with your emotions? Whereas I would imagine in the CIA, you're not supposed to talk about your feelings and emotions. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I never really knew I had emotions. I don't think I, I cried for 20 years. Uh, first of all, you, you have to hide your uh, what you're thinking and your feelings uh, in the job I had for, for 25 years. And uh, so uh, suddenly uh, I had these uh, these emotions running rampant. Uh, you uh, Well, first you go through a, a state of denial, uh, and then you go through a stage of why me, God. Uh, mm -hmm. I think anybody that says they don't go through that stage is probably lying. And um, then you kind of get down to dealing with it. And I always prided myself in uh, keeping an even strain emotionally, you know. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, I, I really couldn't control it. I, I found felt that I was uh, uh, just in a seething rage uh, just uh. under the surface uh, because I couldn't do simple things like pick something up off the floor or, or you know, uh, get a book out of the, the bookcase or whatever, you, you know. Uh, so uh, the the emotional, uh, dealing with the emotional uh, emotions is especially hard for a man, I think. And let me say on that that uh, one of Andy's Rotarians came up to me after he spoke to them today and said, Andy has totally changed since this mm. happened to him. He's mm. now very approachable, whereas Andy's demeanor maybe seemed to be a little standoffish. Now, he's, his demeanor is welcoming, and that's been very difficult for Andy to able to ask for and accept help. And when you do that, you find the world is out there yeah. ready to yeah. help you with great love. So in a lot of ways, that's a real positive thing that came out of this disease for you, Andy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It uh, kind of deepened my understanding of, of the world. Mm. And I learned that uh, there's a, a lot of good in, in everybody out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Strangers holding the door, smiling at mm -hmm. you, not mm -hmm. laughing at, not looking askance, but kind of like, hey, I understand that I'm in this. With you. Is that not right? Yeah, mm. it, it's exactly right. That's yeah, beautiful. All right, we have about a minute left, so I would like closing thoughts from both of you. And Andy first, on if people get one thing on, about, on this interview today, about Parkinson's, about living with it, about choices, what would you like to leave our listeners with, Andy? Well, uh, it can, can be a cruel disease. It's a, a laugh or cry disease. And uh, you'll do much better if you laugh. 
uh, you can always uh, do a much better job uh, of uh, getting through the day if you find a way to laugh. Mm -hmm. That would be my parting word. Mm. Thank you so much for being on the program. Marlene, Andy's lovely wife, what would you like to, what would be your comments? That would be absolutely it. Laugh now because you can cry later. Mm. Thank you both for being on the program. Uh, cry at all. Thank you, you Patricia. Say, <laughs> That's right. Because you can't cry and say, hoo at the same time. <laughs> That's a marine sound. I think it sounds great. It sounds like something in the jungle. Yeah. Sounds wonderful. Thank you both, really. Thank you. Yeah, stay We're on glad the you live here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Dear friends, thank you so much. And role models for so many of us, really. All right, folks, I'm catching my breath. That was a very special interview, and I was very excited about it. You can log on to Potter, www.pottersforparkinsons.org. Again, Andy Anderson, Executive Director of Potters for Parkinson's Disease. Okay, next week my guest is Charlene Proctor, Ph.D., author of Let Your Goddess Grow, Seven Spiritual Lessons on Female Power and Positive Thinking. She will discuss how to recognize old negative thought patterns and develop self-discipline and wisdom to consciously stay in the present moment. And you can log on to goddessnetwork.net. Folks, until next time, I just want to say that it's an honor and pleasure to do this work and to be with you each week on Voice America. This is a mission and a passion of mine, and my goal is to really spread this. I pollinate through the airwaves, and my symbol is the bumblebee, and it's very much to be able to bring these wonderful guests on to help you live the kind of life you want. So until next time, until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living, and you can go onto my website, raskinresources.com. My book, Pathfinding 7 Principles for Positive Living is in revision, and the new book will be out soon, and you can get a copy of that online, raskinresources.com. Until next week, I love you all. For Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.